You know, I don't know about you, but uh, when we say that this CD is back, right? The Filipino congregation, all of them, you know, uh, were so excited, especially in Philippines. Philippines have heard about this CD. And, you know, they say that, oh, I already bought the, the... They come and tell us when we were there, they came and tell us, we already bought our air tickets to come already. So we are giving you the first opportunity, okay? Everybody say, praise the Lord. But I can assure you that there is a whole contingent. We have already 60 people coming, you know, and uh, more. They already told us that I bought the ticket, you know, early in advance because we know that there is a good price of the ticket. So please don't wait too long to sign up. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, uh, Sam brought an interesting article. You know, he was posting it in Instagram and I thought it was really very powerful. You know, he says this, you know, the brain can either do two things, at, uh, one thing at a time. Either you can be thankful or can be in, uh, full of anxiety. So you know what I realized? Mm, that means I must discipline myself every day to be thankful. Thankful people are happier people, you know that? Thank you for that overwhelming spirit. You know, someone say, oh, but I'm worried. Thank God that you can worry. Oh, I, I'm worried about my son. Thank God that you are worrying about son because you have a son. Come on, everybody say amen. Anything you can turn around to be a, a you know, a, you know, I want to give God thanksgiving. Man, I hope you understand this every day when I get up. Praise God, I'm alive. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise God, my hand pain. Your nervous system is working. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, I am angry. <laughs> because you are passionate about something. <laughs> Come on, everybody say praise God. I mean, look here. I have a choice every day when I get up. You know, the happiest people make a choice every day. Happiness don't come to them automatically. They decide what kind of thinking they want to have. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor say, come on, be thankful about something. I'm thankful that you're sitting next to me. Amen. You know, I'm thankful that I sit next to Fern because, you know, we talk. This is our catch-up time, amen. I find out what's going on in her life, you know, and we talk. Interesting things that she taught me, amen. And, and, and again, I think that, you know, coming to a, as a congregation, it's very important that, you know, we, 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 we are thankful for this congregation, amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, I'm going to continue my lesson. Everybody say praise God. You know, I'm going to be talking about uh, ways, uh, different reproaches and how God has... This lesson has really helped me tremendously. You know, even, you know, the whole idea is we are not trying to paint somebody black. We are taking responsibility for me. If, you know what I've realized? Damage people, damage others. Let me repeat that again. Damage people, damage others. And the most scary part is they damage themselves by losing all the connections of the loved ones. Do you not know that you can damage relationships if you don't have self-discipline? You can't. Everybody say amen. And, and, and again, we, we have to be very careful because unknowingly, you know, we, our, our reflexes, 
you know, we all have reflexes, we all have the way we respond to trials, can either bring a good reputation to Christ or not. Amen. We are supposed to show His glory, right? We are supposed to showcase God, not you. Amen. And we have to be very careful that as we showcase God, we showcase God to not just outside people, but to our own family members at home. Amen. Otherwise, you know, people will look at you as they will start to think that, well, you are actually a hypocrite. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So we want to talk about that a little bit, okay? You know, I, I will give you all some revision. Some of you, this is the first time you heard it, but I'm going to share this again. You know, the whole idea behind the things that we are teaching is that I get to grab a hold of that, that triggers in my life. Next week, I'm talking about temptation and triggers, how those things work. Because three have big, human, human being has three basic needs, a sense of belonging, security, and significance. We all need that. The basic need of a human being, security, sense of belonging, and significance, right? And, and there are times when, when, when we don't have that, we impose it on our children. Oh, you're supposed to do well. Because if you do well, then I look good. Come on. Amen. And, 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 and like what I say, my, my goal is to address the shaming culture. So that we can have grace-based parenting. Grace-based parenting. We speak grace. Amen. Grace is seeing from potential, not you are there. It's seeing that you are a finished product and I speak it out of you. I create an atmosphere that you can nurture yourself. You still got to take responsibility, but I want to release a grace-based environment for my children to grow. Same with discipleship. Amen. Because how many of you will agree that somehow or rather we were all victims of shame-based parenting? Thank you. Huh? <laughs> you know, and, 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 and again, you know, shame-based parenting, you know, shame really is an emotion. It makes you feel like rejection. It makes you feel worthless at the end of the day that, that in our quest of, and frustration that I want my children to do homework. You know what? We tell them things like this. And if you don't do your homework, huh, you end up huh, like that guy uh, 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 cleaning the toilet. Come on. <laughs> How many of you say, oh, you know, my, 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 my mom will say, ah, bolo yong, ah. Amen. Trying to push them to study harder. And then what would happen is that they will look at the person who is cleaning the toilet as if they are lower than them. Pride. What's wrong with someone cleaning the toilet? At least somebody is cleaning the toilet. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, I, sometimes I see people treating the bangala worker like, like no, like they are not even a human being. Amen. I hope that Chinese New Year we will take Ampao, give them. That's what I used to do. <laughs> when I see somebody that is helping clean that area, I want to, hey, hello. You can say hello to them. They're still decent human beings. Eh? You're not better than them. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, and, and so much of this competition that we have, I, 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 please don't misunderstand me. I think there's healthy, there's a place for healthy competition. 
Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. But then when competition causes us to be devastated when we do our best, then there's something wrong. I mean, life, you will feel disappointed when somebody feels disappointed about things that should be done, never done. But you shouldn't come to a place of devastation. When it becomes a place of devastation, that means you have an idol. That means I, I, I need this. You know what idols are? I need this. I don't care. Okay, it may be maybe an expensive bag. Okay, sorry, I target woman. Uh, expensive that you want to buy. And then you don't care. Whatever you want to buy is that bag. I don't know what bag it is, but you just want to buy. You, you will cut the corners. You, you will lie to, 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 to buy that bag. You understand what I'm saying? That your sense of success is to buy that bag. And once I have that bag, oh my goodness, I have arrived. That all your self-worth, whether it's an education, whether it's all this, if I don't get a good grade, you know, uh, yeah, if you don't get 90, you know, uh, you get disappointed. But if you are devastated, you have an idol. Everybody say amen. You know, don't, don't use this as an excuse. Uh, uh, pastor say no need to get an idea. No, 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 no. Whatever you do, it, do it for the glory of God. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Uh, are you clear with that? You know, as, as we go on to today's study again, I really want you to grab a hold of this principle because I believe that God wants to release grace on a daily basis. I believe that it's something thankful for every day. It's worth getting up on my bed and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Adventure awaits me. Amen. To glorify Him. There is somebody who needs the gospel. There is somebody that I can give life to. After all, I'm a recipient of someone who has given me life. And His name is Jesus. Today, as you walk out this place, I want you to not just take from people. I want you to give. But the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Somebody needs an encouragement. Somebody needs an acknowledgement. Amen. And if I go there, my worth becomes higher. But you don't do that because you are receiving from I do it unto the Lord. Because sometimes people don't appreciate your encouragement. Amen. I do it unto the Lord. Joshua chapter 5, verse 2 and 9. You know, at that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives for yourselves and circumcised the son of Israel again the second time. So Joshua made flint knives for himself and circumcised the sons of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. And this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war had died in the wilderness on the way after they had come out of Egypt. For all the people who came out had been circumcised. But all the people born in the wilderness on the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness. All the people who were men of war who came out of Egypt were consumed because they did not obey the voice of the Lord to whom the Lord swore that He would not show them the land which the Lord had sworn to the fathers that he would give us a land flowing with milk and honey. Then Joshua circumcised the, their sons whom he raised up in their place, for they were uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. So it was when they had finished circumcising all the people that they stayed in their places in the camp till they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, This day, this day, 
I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. Amen. Let me, let me go back again to what is this thing called reproach. Reproach is anything that degrades, that shames, that blames, that embarrasses, that disgraces you. It may be sickness can, can, can be a reproach. It may be a failure can, can be a reproach. Whatever that does not promote, enhance life, degrades and re- relegates, it is a reproach. Amen. Amen. And, and, and let me say this, reproach or shame is a powerful emotion of disgrace by, caused by a strong sense of guilt. Amen. You know, when, 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 when things don't go the way we want it, your parents will say something. Sometimes it's not the parents, it's how we interpret that statement. Amen. So we got to be careful that, that once, you know, you, you, you feel that, that, that sense of reproach, what it happens, you, 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 you feel worthless. You feel rejection. You feel, you, you know, maybe you, you feel like you've been punished. You feel uh, isolation. Amen. And, 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 and again, you know, these are things that, that, that are basic need of a human being. A sense of belonging, a, a, a significance and, 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 and security and and when the person don't feel it the shame drives them to do something else to 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 feel that 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 void amen it may be addiction in the future amen to numb the pain of rejection to numb the pain you know of uh belonging amen amen so we, we, we have to be careful, you know, and, 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 and as a young child growing up, you, 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 you learn to either have a fight or flight response. We talk about that. Many of them say, so when I look at the table, I can see myself in those tables. <laughs> you know, again, you know, and, and there's another response that I did not talk about. It's called denial. <laughs> Who are you talking about? When a person is in denial, that's deception. Amen. You are in denial if you say you don't have sin. The Bible calls you a liar. You know the reason why I'm standing before the presence of God is because of His grace. Come on, everybody say amen. It is His grace. It is His righteousness and not my righteousness. And one of the most blinding things in churches today is what we call self-righteousness. We have to be very careful of this thing called self-righteousness. Okay, everybody say amen. Today I want to talk to you about part two. Amen. We're going to talk about, you know, where does reproach come from? Let's turn to Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 to 7. Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 to 7. I, I, I want you to realize this in verse 6, right? It starts off with something very encouraging, inviting. It goes like this. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Wow, isn't that beautiful? We serve a Lord that is merciful, gracious, steadfast in love, amen, faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin. 
But here comes the but. But! Who will by no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers, of the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation? So what does this mean? If I don't do anything to get my healing, to get a, 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 you know, a fresh perspective of grace parenting, the third and the fourth generation will suffer. That means damage people, damage others. Amen. That's why this lesson is so important. Amen. Because if I don't get this right, someone will hurt. Amen. I, I say again, someone will hurt. I, I release patterns. You know, I, let's, let's go back to the story of Joshua. You know, we talk about he will roll back the what? The approach, right? But I want you to understand the context. You know, Israel was enslaved in Egypt for 430 years. Very long time. And, and, and they were a beaten down group of people. They were emotionally down. They were physically down. They were ill-treated. And they were constantly told that they were no good. For 430 years, these people had it bad. Amen. We don't see anything like that in this current world. 430 years of being beaten down, beaten down. And somehow or other, even though when they're coming out of Egypt, there was still a residue of that hurt. There was still a residue of that hurt. That's why they won't, uh, they, they, they still have a, a, a reproach. Amen. You know, and, 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 and if we are not careful, some of the things that I'm feeling may be a reproach, not from, from, from my generation, but it was something that is that's given to me unknowingly how they handle those trials. They were traumatic in their nature and it has, it, it, it has gone to the next generation and the other generation if I'm not careful. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, you know they, they were told, the children of Israel were told, you can't do anything right. And over time, they would let those words steal and erode their sense of value as a people of God, the chosen generation. Amen. See where I'm going with this? For 430 years, they, 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 even when, a, when, when someone had more than one baby, they will even have to hide that, that pregnancy because they were so afraid that the pharaohs will find out and they will take away that child trauma. Uh, and then the young ones, you know, were taken and some were thrown in the now, eaten by the crocodiles. They have to hit uh, their children just like Moses did. Moses wasn't the first child that they, 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 they have to hide. Trauma. And then for 430 years of trauma, it has affected them as a nation. Affected them and you can't help it, but you, some of them started to rebel. Some of them had Egypt in them. Amen. They, 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 they were so fearful. You know, everywhere they go, when they heard that somebody's going to attack them, they, they were not trained for warfare. Amen. Amen. You see, when a person is mistreated, abused for a time, they start siding with their abusers. How many of you have heard of this thing called the Stockholm Syndrome? Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, where did this come from? You know, 
you know, the Sox, you know, the Stockholm syndrome is really a captive begins to identify closely with their captors as well as their agendas and demand. You know, again, this was derived in a bank in a field bank robbery in Stockholm, Sweden, in 1973. Four employees were held hostage in a vault for six days. A bond developed between the captive and the captor. When the police intervened, one hostage sided with the captors and blamed the police as the bad guys. And that's what actually we see happening in the children of Israel. They became like Egyptians. Amen. After when you are born again, let me help you understand, we no longer have a bondage to fear. The way we should operate is so much more different. But because you are held captive, the Bible says you need to renew your mind. The Bible says you got to do something. We're going to talk about that because temptation is going to come our way. Temptations will come when he's trying to legitimately meet a legitimate need. Amen. But if you don't handle your temptations correctly and you fall into temptation, you, you deal with the things according to your own way. That's called sin nature. That, that, that my worth is not based on, 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 on my works. My, my worth is based on, on the fact that, that I've been born again. That once, you know, my, 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 my children were born, they are Lee, and nothing can, can take away that name. Amen. That they don't have to worry about the sense of belonging, the sense of significance, and the sense of security. Amen. But because of sin, sin, when men decided to be their own gods, you know, every problem begins when we decided to be selfish, self-centered, self-righteous. Amen. That's where the problem begins. When you start to operate in self, it's very tiring being a god. I can tell you that it's very, very, very tiring. You will end up with fear because you know that you're not limited. You know that you're not perfect. You know that, that you're not all together. Then you, what happened? You, you fear. Amen. You fear. And then after that, you get frustrated. You, get, you, get, uh, uh, you feel like a failure. Amen. And you get very fatigued. Very tiring. Eh? Some people tell me, serving God very tiring. Eh? I say, Why? Because it's the finished product of Calvary. You don't have to. Christianity is spelled as the word done. Nothing you can do to add on that value. You once a child of God, always a child of God. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, is, is this helping you? You know, again, uh, we want to look at ex other examples in the Bible. Today is more like a Bible study. Number one, we talk about the reproach of Jacob. Jacob had a reproach that God had to take away. He was a cheater. Amen. But God made Israel the one who will prevail with God and won. He changed his name from, from Jacob to Israel. There was a wrestling match. The first WWF mentioned in the Bible. And it was Jacob and God. Amen. And Israel prevailed. I mean, Jacob prevailed and God changed his name. Sometimes we need to have a deep wrestling match with God. Amen. I've had many wrestling match with God. Amen. But sometimes I lose. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, God allows me to win. Not that he's a weaker God. He's just like, you know, sometimes, you know, how many, how many of you know that, you know, when you're playing, you know, King, you're playing with people. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, you can kick him and get that, that dude will fly. But sometimes you let him win. Why? To give him a sense of accomplishment. And love. the Lord gives you that to make you feel good about yourself. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, again, you know, uh, 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 God changed his name from a deceiver to prince. Uh, redeemed, forgiven, highly favored. Jacob could have told the, the angel, I don't see how God could ever make me a prince. I've made so many bad choices and he agrees. And, but God nevertheless chose Jacob. Amen. Aren't you glad that, that no matter what I do, God still, in spite and despite of all my shortcomings, God's love never failed. Thank you for that overwhelming response. Amen. I say, I mean, I got so many shortcomings. I don't know. I tell God, I don't know how you can love me. You know, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I go to the shower and I shower and, and, and have you ever think about your life and then you go, that you do something wrong, especially when you're speaking, you say something wrong. You don't, you're like, ah, why did I say that? Come on, are, are you all with me? You, you, you felt that way before. You felt you failed God, but nevertheless, He still loves you. Amen. He didn't say, okay, tomorrow, huh, your name no more. Huh? Uh, you go to the, the court and change your name. I denounce you. He didn't say that at all. Amen. I love Jesus, don't you? Amen. I say again, I love Jesus. So many times I tell God I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm also not sincere. I say sorry that I get caught. But nevertheless, He's still always there. I still can sense His presence. What a God. Amen. Then we study about the reproach of Rachel, which is the reproach of barrenness. When Rachel couldn't conceive children, she became a reproach. In a Jewish culture, to be childless was to be under a curse. Difficult to endure, but God remembered Rachel. God opened her womb. She bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. She called him Joseph. May the Lord add to me another son. Amen. I don't care what you've gone through. You may feel so many examples, uh, 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 example, sorry, exams. But nevertheless, don't give up. I say again, don't give up. I say again, don't give up. Amen, because the time will come, amen, that, that your, all your dreams, all the things that you want, right, all those things that you go through was needed for that season to build you up. And then when the time comes, my goodness, you will succeed and you will remove that reproach away from you. Amen. Sometimes reproach takes time. But be, be very sure that when he heard your prayer, he heard you. Amen. Then the reproach of Israel and David, Goliath was hurling insults at Israel against God. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26, David was outraged. So David asked, what shall be done for the man who kills the, this Philistine and takes away the reproach of Israel? Sometimes you have to go to battles. Amen. And then some of us don't like to fight, but some things in life you have to fight. Don't give up so easily. Don't surrender. Amen. Fight. Amen. Fight with the weapons of his warfare. Amen. Then the reproach of Job. You all remember the reproach of Job? All his friends tried to counsel him. No use. Amen. But God has a purpose and a plan. Amen. Then we have the reproach, uh, you know, of many other people. Uh, Reproach of Reuben. 
Wow, Reuben was a sad one. Reuben was cursed by his father, Jacob. But Moses would later remove that curse in Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 6. Let Reuben live and not die, and let not his men be few. His father made a mistake. His father did not make a mistake. Not a mistake, sorry. Sin. Amen. But nevertheless, it was Moses who redeemed them. Amen. Amen. Then we have the reproach of Jabez. Amen. The reproach of Elizabeth. Elizabeth became pregnant and for the first five men remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, He will show His favour and take away my disgrace among the people. And I'm here to tell you, God wants to remove whatever circumstances, whatever things that you go through. In the past, there are some things that you can't control. But my God is greater. Everybody say, Amen. He can remove that reproach. Amen. You know, again, there are different kinds of reproach. The reproach of barrenness, the reproach of loneliness, the reproach of failures. Oh, how many of you remember the reproach of failures? Amen. Amen. I mean, I have never passed my Chinese exam. (laughs) Amen. The reproach of failures. Even to these days, when you talk about exam, I'm still scared. <laughs> Why? Because it's the reproach. I, I was talking to a man yesterday, you know, a car salesman. And then he was doing his calculation. And then he said, oh, when he do his calculation, he look at the paper and say, hey, I don't want to touch that. Why? Because I always fail one, my maths. Up to this day, that's why I become car salesman. He had that reproach of exams. And I look at him, bro, I understand your feeling. <laughs> Amen. Because of that fear, the trauma, because you don't understand. If I fail, right, I'm going home and I'll come back the next day as a zebra. You, you, you know why I became a zebra? Because of all this tentel. Tentel. Sometimes I was so afraid of this reproach. Guess what happened? I have to take my mother's foundation and put over me. Otherwise, my friend will say, ha ah, mother, pa. <laughs> you know, and then there was a reproach. So I put all this foundation, wow, thinking can hide. But my friend always look at me funny. Hey, you smell different. Eh? What? Why you smell so different? And then after that, one day, it was exposed because it was raining. And raining. Then say, my friend asked me, why are your shirt all this color? Oh! And I felt so small. And that, to this day, have affected me. Reproach. Come on, are, are you with me? You know, something just trigger within you. It's just because of the trauma that you face in your life. You just cannot help it. You just react to it. You, you have no control. Amen. Come on. And, and here comes another one. The reproach of financial difficulties and poverty. Amen. You know, my, my, my dad was very prudent. Very prudent. Very prudent. Five cents also want to collect one. And then every time he tell me, Bolui lah. Then I say, Bolui meh. Teacher leh. You know, and, 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 and again, you know, I misunderstand. And, and I always tell my friend, I got no money, I got no money. And that's a reproach eh. Hello? My friend was eating good. I sit one corner. You know, they, they were... I knew, last time I know some of you young people, McDonald's was a big deal that time eh. But David, McDonald's was like considered a five-star uh, restaurant. Eh. 
and they will go down there and eat McDonald's or eat french fry. French fry is also very expensive. Come on, I, I know now McDonald's for you is like eating in the hawker center. But my time, McDonald's was big deal. You walk in, my, my mother say, oh, your birthday, I go and treat you A&W. I fainted. They were big deals at that time. Leh. Amen. Clementi, I still remember Clementi. There's one A&W. My, my mom will tell me this, or my dad will say, your birthday come, let's go A&W. Oh, I tell you, even to this day, I take that, 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 that root beer float. I remember the good old days. My children look at me, Dad, why you always think? You don't understand, there is a history. I don't get to drink this float so easily. Only my birthday, I can drink. So in, when, when, when they tell me got A&W back again, wow, very happy, Ching Hawaii. <laughs> ah, you know, you don't understand when A&W closed, my heart breaks. <laughs> Why? Because that's my childhood birthday celebration. <laughs> Amen. They take away my childhood birthday celebration. Then they say Johor Bahru got A&W. Wow, Hawaii. I go there, Mid Valley, always go there. And try to get some A and W, but now I face another obstacle. My wife say, "Not good for your health." She will say, "Huh? Why you can take A and W float?" I said, "You don't understand. When I drink it, there is a lot of memories that is going back in time. I was a small boy, like a dog, wanting that A and W root beer. Amen. Okay, and that's a reproach of not being." Able to support. You know, when, when your friends are going to Australia, you go where? You go JB. You know, they will show you photos of their trip, you know, and you feel like, I, I cannot go those trips. Eh? You know, and their friends will come back with all kinds of goodie bags and you don't have. Amen. But on hindsight, my dad was so smart enough that he kept the money so that he can help my mother to this day that I don't have to support her. Sometimes we interpret wrongly. She said, you just give mom emotional support. I settle her all the rest of her life already. You know, but at that time, as a child, there was a reproach. Everything also cannot have. Only everything also cannot have. Track shoe also cannot have. You walk around wearing that kind of shoe and then, you know, I, I was from a very uh, 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 good school. It was Dilasa, Catholic school, you know. And then everybody's so rich one, eh? I, I still remember, sorry, uh, I, I was very carnal. I told my dad, you want to pick me up? Uh, you pick me up below. Down, down. Why? Because my father car very old. I, I'm serious. That's a child. Not knowing what maturity looks like. You know, and I said, Dad, you park uh, your car below like Fort Austin. I still remember Fort. Park below because my friend's father car is Mercedes-Benz eh. BMW, leh, coming all up. Leh. Then I say, Daddy, park downstairs. Because I know get it one. My friend say, Ah, you want your father? Ah? Oh, hello, uncle. Then you all look at it. You know, there's a poverty there. There's a reproach. But at that time, I'm not saying I'm right, okay? As a child, I don't understand. Hear me now. As a child, we don't understand. Amen. Then there's financial difficulties. Then the reproach of moral failures. Oh, it's a merciless uh, torment. It will come and haunt us. There are things that I have to forgive myself that I've done. Bad things that I've done to my parents. Bad things that I've done to myself. That I have to forgive myself and let it go. 
Amen. There are things that, 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 that I'm not proud of, you know. But sometimes, you know, during moments of weakness, it comes back up again. That says God will never love you at all. But then I read the Bible, it says nothing can separate me from the love of God. Oh, God sees it all. God sees your life right now. And all the sins. And again, when you read Romans chapter 6, I love Romans chapter 6. He goes on to say, let's not take grace for granted because some people take grace and abuse it. Shall we sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. You know, he's trying to put things into perspective. You know, and say that, yes, though there is grace available, but don't anyhow use grace as an excuse of sin. Amen. And then when I read that scripture, there is enough grace for me. You know, that, that, that God, despite all my failures, you know, there is an escape, there is a way. Come on, everybody say amen. And the reproach of the sins of the fathers, amen. You know, this is something like saying, you are just like your father, Bolo Yong. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful for a father who fought. Because you don't understand, my home was, my grandparents were gamblers. And my dad says, I don't want to put my child into that kind of trauma. My dad will hear stuff like, huh, where is the milk money? And my grandmother has gambled it all away. And she saw that fight. And my dad stood up for him and his sister. Said, no more. No more. He never touched gambling. And then at that young time, you know, smoking was a trend or everybody smoked someone last time. And then I say, Dad, if, if smoking was bad, then why you smoke? At the age of 40 years old, he quit smoking. Amen. Dad, why you drink? If you think that drinking is what? You know, uh, then I, I say, Dad, why so funny one? You, you don't like the people. You try to impress all the people that you don't like. Then he stopped. He stopped. He stopped for me. He stopped. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. But because of His love for me, His righteous living spoke to me about, you got to improve. There's always room for improvement, son. If I can improve myself for you, you need to pass it down to the next generation. Because the next generation will become a perfected generation. If we continue this whole trend of learning, you know, you know, my dad wasn't perfect. He will tell you he's not perfect. And there are times he couldn't control. His fear will come up, you know, and he paint a, a, a picture. Like for instance, if he will read newspaper and he says that a baby fell out of the window. And then he will pick up the phone. You better lock up all your place. You better lock up you. You, you better da, 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 da. And then, and then I say, dad, can I explain to you that every time I talk to you, the world is going to end. And he looked at me, oh yeah, sorry. This is how I was raised. And, 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 and when I... When he passed away, there are stories that I didn't know about. That I have to hear from my uncles and my... And I so appreciate this man more. Because he, he was safeguarding me from Negativity. He was safeguarding and there are stories that I was told that he didn't even tell. He said, I remember that I didn't even know that I had another auntie that died under his care. 
when he was only Premier one, he was supposed to take care of that sister, but she died under his care and there was a trauma for him. At Premier one, eh? well, you know what? My grandma go gamble her money away. And I, I understood why my dad was so reactive and so fearful and so worried all the time. Eh? He was a great dad, eh? And out of his quest of wanting me to do better in life because he knows that, oh, he, 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 he did extreme stuff, <laughs> you know, out of fear. You know, but the reason behind that was a good one. Amen. And some of us have been reproached of abusive leaders or neglectful leaders at home. You know, when, when, when you needed a refuge place, your house wasn't a refuge place, it was a bombarding place. Makes you even feel lousy. That's why your friends became so beautiful to you because they will accept you for who you are. Amen. Parents, listen to me. Okay, hear me now. Let your home be refuge places. When you come home, don't tell them, have you done your homework yet? Maybe you should, you know, they say that most important time of your child, three minutes. All you need is three minutes. Three minutes when they get up, you get excited. Don't do this, eh? three minutes. Eh? Hey, hurry up, get up, go school. Ah. Three minutes, three minutes when they come back, you need to say, whoa, you're back. Amen. Three minutes. Can we do three minutes? Can we do three minutes? We look at them. Whoa, you're back. That's what, you know, remember, when the baby comes to the house, my, my baby comes, well, that's a celebration. Celebration. My grandbaby, my wife say, grandbaby, not your baby, because you cannot have a baby now. But it's to me, it's my baby, okay? So, you know, when the baby comes, I will have a celebration saying, Come on, you know, I'm so glad I celebrate you today. The world needs us to celebrate them today because they're going to get a lot of criticism out there to tell them they cannot, they cannot, they cannot. You got nothing worthy of you. But we need to grab a hold of them and say, I'm just glad that you mind. That's what I say to Avi. You mind, you're I will kiss the baby. But then when they grow older, when they give you attitude, sometimes I go into a shock, you know, I say that, what happened to my baby? Especially when they become teenager, like, you know, teenager, they like this, eh? suddenly, yeah, their voice suddenly shut up. Eh? They go, how are you? Mm. Mm. Inside the house, huh, you also got to text them, eh? amazing, hey, food is here. Then sometimes, Dot, 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 dot. Later, not hungry. You know, I mean, these are things that we have to deal with, but, but if you're not careful that there is an, no acceptance of your part, that you are longing for that relationship, that, that maybe your child is not giving you that relationship that you long for, could it be that only God can do? You know what? Your children is not all-knowing. Your children is not your life. So are your friends, are not the Holy Spirit. Don't put unnecessary texts over texting that relationship. Amen. Because if I don't expect 
If you de- oh Lord help me. If you demand honor, then it's not honorable. Let me repeat again. If you demand honor, it's not honorable. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Then we have also the reproach of rejection, Ruth. Chapter 2, verse 15. And Boaz gave orders to his men, let her gather among the sheaves and don't reprimand her. Amen. The reproach of sickness and diseases. The woman with the issue of blood. We all remember the story of the woman with the issue of blood. And how do some reproaches come, okay? Some unfortunately are inherited. Amen. Family reproach. That's why it's so important, you know, that at the end of the day, right, we leave a good legacy behind. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me here? Okay, you all can take photo later. Lah, huh? Look at me, you know. That one I can send you all, but look at it. You know, some people have bad names, bad reputation. Just imagine that you are the son of Osama bin Laden. Amen. Oh, how about, okay, let's local. Adrian Lim. You all know who Adrian Lim is? Or, 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 or the children of Masalamat. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. We have to be very careful that we live righteous for God. Amen. Righteousness will exalt a nation. I say again, righteousness will exalt a nation. And unfortunately, some of us are born into a bad name. But let me tell you the story of Reuben. Reuben was cursed by Jacob, his father, because he slept with his father's wife. His children inherit, inherited the reproach. Amen. But in 1 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, those who shall inherit the blessing of the firstborn became vagabonds and strugglers. Some born with condition they cannot explain. Jesus confronted that situation. Whatever reproach that has followed you by birth must be terminated. Only Jesus can terminate that reproach. Amen. Everybody say amen. Moses did that. Reuben, descendants, I free you. Amen. So you know what it means? Just because my parents were terrorists doesn't mean that I have to be a terrorist. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Okay. Number two, national and geographic reproach. Geographical reproach. Okay, let me give you an example. You know, I was ministering in Philippines a lot. You know, and I realized the people there do not believe in themselves. Until God showed me their history. They were conquered by Spanish. Spanish treated them wrongfully. And then later on, because of the war, American and Sp- Sp- Spain lost the war. Americans took over the land and also abused them. And they were always treated like servants. So that's why, you know, some things, right, in Singapore, some things, especially when you were victims of war, uh, during the Japanese occupation, we were treated bad. That's why we all kiasi, kiasu. You know why? Because we were left vulnerable. Nobody. So Singaporeans become kiasi, kiasu. Afraid of dying, afraid of losing. But that drives us so much until we become a people of performance rather than we honour or cherish that personhood of a person. 
So there are times, you know, it's a geographical location. You go there, you're dealing with a culture. That's why we come down there to bring down strongholds of cultures. That's why we go there by the power of the gospel, one life at a time, and we tear down in a church. It's empowering. Amen. I believe with all my heart, righteousness shall exalt your nation. Righteousness will exalt your generation. Therefore, we went into a group. You know, the first group that we are managed to disciple is PAP, Passe Apostolic Pentecostal. We tell them, you can be better than us. You can be better than us. I hope you don't get offended when I tell people, you can be better than us. I hope that, that, that you and your children become better than you. It's okay. Come on, everybody say amen. I hope that, that you want your children to do better than you. Amen. Come on, are you with me here in this house? Amen. Uh, can I tell you something? Some things that we cannot do, we cannot turn back the clock. You know, the song also says, I wish that I could turn back the clock. You can't. That doesn't mean that your generation needs to suffer. You can improve and invest on that generation. You still can sow good seeds. Come on. You still can believe in them that don't believe in themselves. You still can tell them, don't make the same mistake that I made. Why? Because I want you to do better than me. Come on, are you with me? And that's why we are trying to tell our children sometimes. Sometimes I tell them, ah, sometimes I want to squeeze your neck. Ah, don't do this. Don't. Amen. You know, especially, listen. You know why we have protocols sometimes for girls when you go uh, relationship? Because when you break a fragile heart, listen, don't think I'm... I stereotype or what? When a heart is broken, sometimes it cannot be fixed. Leh. Not because God doesn't want to fix it. Leh, but because the person feels it. Leh, and the point is still there as to whether they want to be healed or not. Listen very carefully. That's why we respect. You know, I tell guys all the time, be gentlemen. You know what gentleman means? Don't any of function. Then you break all the hearts. Then you come here lead worship. The people also have a hard time. The guy break my heart. The guy break my heart. All he thinks about the service. Pastor, I cannot get into the presence because that one break my heart. 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 Then one person, right? The girl uh, with the heart broken. Uh, the whole girl's all no one. You know what? You, you, you guys, wait, young, you, know, you, you don't think about your reputation. Sometimes a reputation is gone, it's gone. Come on, everybody say amen. Hello. I know you guys young think that you are immortal. I thought I was until I became 53. Everything starts to break down. Then I'm I, I, I really, every day is a humbling process. When I get up every day, I, if you know what, if I get up a day without pain, hallelujah. But every day I get up, oh my goodness, then you get up, you know, the first thing that I do uh, is go to my massage chair. <laughs> warm it up. Amen. Warm my muscles up again. Everybody say praise God. <laughs> okay, then another reproach is circumstantial reproach. Things that you have to go through. Major crisis. Unexpected tragedy, tra uh, disasters, you know. Again, all these things have a part to play. You have to be very, very careful. And then we also have self-inflicted reproach. You know, lifestyle of idolatry, corruption, you know, sin, 
you know, you will have a reproach. That's why we tell our young people, please don't flirt around with sin because there are some things will hurt you big time. Relationships, you know, especially when you're flirting around with girls and then your last get a hold of you. You cause somebody to get pregnant. My goodness, that is a big reproach. Amen. And you can call me old-fashioned, but all we want to do is to protect you. A pound of flesh is a pound of flesh. Amen. All we are trying to do, you, you come shake my hand. When we go on the other side, say, I made it. My job is not to cause you to always be happy. Thank you for the overwhelming response. I have to tell some of these people, back off. Some of them look at me like that. I'm like the devil incarnated. You know what? I get it. I understand. I was a young person. But trust us. It's always better to play with... I mean, it's always better to have prevention rather than cure. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Examples of those people that have self-inflected reproach. Noah, Samson, David. You know, and also reproach from other sources. People can bring reproach on you just because they hate you, your parents or your family. Some people just don't like you. You know what I've learned? Stop trying to get the favour of everybody. Hello? Stop trying to please everybody in your life. Thank you for that overwhelming response. If you please God, you please all that matters. Amen. Because you cannot always be a politician. Because sometimes right, you please everybody until you suffocate yourself. You go into flight mode. You go into passivity. That you lose the right to feel. Lose the right to think. Lose the right to make choices. No relationship is healthy when your freedoms are taken away from you. Love is a freedom of choice. Even God cannot have His freedom of choice. Even God cannot have His will. Read the Bible. If God cannot have His way, what makes you think that you can have your way? I wish, Brother King, that when I had the baby, I can program it. Six o'clock sleep. Huh? I wish that I have an algorithm. You know, every day, Sister Liming. Huh? 7 a.m. sleep all the way to 7. 7 p.m. sleep all the way to 7 a.m. Get up, tun tun. Eat food. Don't complain. Eat whatever I want. Come on. Why? My life will be better, ma. But you know, God didn't do that for us. Leh. God didn't put, okay, this guy, at 10 a.m., he will dance a few times, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know, like, praise, 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 praise. Sit down. Everything I say, amen, 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 amen. You know, God didn't do that. How dare we control someone's life? And if, if you take away somebody's choice, that's manipulation, that's witchcraft. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. And then there's another reproach, number five. This one is so important. Reproach because of Christ. 
Matthew chapter 24, verse 9 says, Then they will deliver you up to tribulations and kill you, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And what's that name? That name is Jesus. Amen. You're seeing all over Hollywood using that term, that, that holy name as a curse word. Amen. Come on. Don't think that we Christians will not fight. We will. We will say no to stiff and we will say no. I will not compromise. I will not tolerate. There are some things I will not tolerate. Yes, get through me. I'll fight you. Amen. Amen. We cannot let the world determine the moral standards of God's standard. Amen. And we will suffer reproach because it is prophesied we will. Amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 and 12. Blessed are those who are prosecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile, persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. You know, notice this. It says, my sake, my name. It didn't say the Father, the Son. <laughs> Jesus. Amen. Wow. Amen. Get ready. This is part of the Christian living. You know, Brother Stone King says that, you know why Israel is in the middle of the country, of the world? He says this to me, because all these continents, you got all this religion that's coming by, coming by, coming by, but they have to stand for what they believe. They have to go through this in order to build their defense and convictions. Only with resistance comes conviction, strength. Amen. You go to the gym. If you go carry a weight, no resistance. You will never build muscles, period. I say again, you will never build muscles. And here's what I'm concerned about in this age and day that we are living in. People want to have peace rather than have truth. Peace is elevated more than truth. Hey, don't cause a stinger. Ooh. Wow. First of all, I'm an orange. Orange like collaboration. Blue like collaboration. There are some things that I will collaborate with you. But if it's against something that is conviction that is found in the Word, I cannot. I don't unify with everybody. Come on. Everybody say amen. I don't unify. I mean, you say this, oh, I, oh we must unite. Okay, sure? Are you sure? I'm going to Woodlands. Eh? You're going to Sembawang. Eh? We cannot always unify in the same direction. But there are some things that are non-negotiables that we will stand for. Amen. And I will give you a biblical answer to everything that we stand for in this church. Amen. Everybody say amen. So why must you get rid of reproaches? Oh, here's my favorite. Number one, it limits and stagnates your potential. Amen. I mean, you always think that, ah, oh, I'm no good for nothing. It will stagnate you. Amen. Oh, it is an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment to your destiny. It's a life terminator. Amen. It's a future 
killer. It could lead to suicide. Rachel said, give me a child or I die. Amen. Reproach turns a man into a laughing stock for his enemies. Amen. Reproach will make people ask, where is your God? Amen. Reproach will make people look down on you with shame and disdain. Reproach will make helpers and comforters go far from you. Reproach makes you look down on yourself in rejection and loss of self-confidence. Amen. Wow. That's why this topic is so crucial. First of all, I don't want to be the person that starts reproach in my family. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. I do not want to be an instigator of reproach. Can, can I hear a big amen for that? Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. I, I need everybody to say amen. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't move, okay? One more time, say amen. amen. Okay? So again, how, how is our reproaches removed? Ready? Everybody say amen. You're ready for this. Okay, I don't know whether I have time to cover everything, but the first one is my bigger one. God removes reproach, but you must be born again. Everybody say, you must be born again. Colossians chapter 2, verse 11 and 15. In Him, who is Him? Jesus. In Him, you were also circumcised with a circumcision, circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with Him in baptism. Folks, listen. Baptism is more than just a symbol. It's not optional. You are buried. The old man is buried. Folks, we identify with his resurrection, but we don't identify with his death. You must have death first before you can have resurrection. Listen, I'm talking about it. This is not just a passport. You want that old nature to die, then it's a statement. I need to be identified with Him in water baptism, in burial, so that I can identify with Christ's death that old man has died. So that all these are just memories, no residue. All these are just memories. Memories I can deal with, with the renewing of my mind. But in the spirit, I have to get cleansed. I have to get it so that I can get that spirit in me. Come on, everybody say amen. amen. I have to get that sin factor dealt with, that sin nature. Because if I don't get that sin nature dealt with, uh, guess what? I may be spirit-filled, but the old nature is still within me. I haven't buried it yet. Come on, everybody say amen. It's never just a symbol. When I, oh Lord, help me. When I got raptor baptized, I am making a statement. Amen. The old has gone. Which means once the old has gone, I'm not talking about your old man. I'm not talking about your father is gone. No, I'm not talking about it. But what I'm talking about, like all the curses of the old man, all the old nature of compulsion of sin, all are buried in water baptism and in the name of Jesus Christ. You know why Jesus? I'll tell you why. Because Jesus died for you. That means all the penalty of these curses are gone. 
That's why we baptize in Jesus' name. Let me tell you why. Because the Father did not die. The Holy Spirit did not die. That's why it's non-negotiable for me. When I identify the only person that has died for me is Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. No option. Thank you for that overwhelming response. That's a doctrinal statement in itself. Amen. Jesus was the only character God manifests in flesh. Amen. That's why it's a big deal. Everybody say amen. Buried with Him in baptism, which we also raised Him through faith in the working of God who raised Him from the dead. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He has made alive together with Him, have forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of the requirement that was against us. Oh, that's why I got water baptized. All this accusation, all this against me, all these charges that was brought against me has been cancelled out. The emotional baggage is still there. I have to deal with it by the renewing of my mind. But technically speaking, in the spirit world, I'm free. Oh, I don't know about you, but every time, you know, just imagine, HDB, you debt free. How many of you know that HDB, like the debt, like never end one? Uh, you look at the debt, oh, allow it. How, how old I am already, still, still haven't cleared. Eh? <laughs> but when the last payment, hiya, in the last payment, oh, I'm free. I am free. I am free. That's why we sing, I am free. All this penalty, all this residue. Come on, people. You don't understand what the Lord has done for us. Because we haven't gone to heaven. But when you see the charges brought before us, oh, oh, you know, it will be things like this. Elvin, just an just example. You were guilty of this. 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 Then there are some things that, are, huh? I was so guilty of that. I also don't know. <laughs> there are so many guilt. But guess what? Someone by the name of Jesus cancel all your debt. Amen. That emotions, all those things. That's why baptism is so powerful. There is no more residue in my spirit. He removes that reproach. Hallelujah. I don't have to feel ashamed because that man you're talking about is dead. That man, when I water baptized, I'm saying the old man died. It's not just a passport to heaven. No, don't, don't underestimate the power of baptism. Oh Lord, we must change our UTV lesson. So when the devil comes to church against you, uh, look on Xiang. Uh, I'm talking about Timothy Lee. Hey, sorry, sorry. What's it? Timothy Lee, Jesus. Different name. He got Sidiao. You know what? Your family and members all will still remember. But you know what? Look on Xiang. Hey, you! You! Womanizer! Hey, you! Drug addict! Hey, you! You! When I was water baptized, I'll tell you what, he cancelled all my debt. There's no more residue. I'm here just to move forward. That's why I'm moving forward. That's why I'm walking in the spirit of the Lord. Amen. I say again, hallelujah. hallelujah. You know what? We, ah, Lord, help me. I can go ahead on my notes. Romans chapter 3 verse 4. Oh man, I'm going to be doing this as a prayer series. I'm going to do the whole Romans chapter. You see, listen up people. 
Don't read Romans 8 uh, without looking at Romans 6. Eh? Romans 6 is the, 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 the doctrine of baptism. Eh? Some people say it's not important. Oh, da, 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 da. They can talk all they want. You blew in the face. But without Romans 6, there will be no Romans 8. Amen. And then he goes on like this. Okay, here we go. Or do you not know? Or the King James Version says, Know ye not? Or the Hokkien Version, Li Zai Wo. Many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus and were baptized into His death. Therefore, we are buried with Him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Let me tell you why. The reason why people have not walked in newness, have not got the victory, because they're still living the old lifestyle. They still haven't died totally yet. We have to do a better job in repentance. We have to do a better job in dying. That's why the Bible says you need to die. You need to deny yourself. That is the problem. All my feelings, all myself, all my self, self-righteousness. See now! How do I know you're not dead? Your own nature still comes out. Because, you know, your own nature still comes out. You need to tell yourself, hey, water baptize yourself. See now. Don't give him voice. If you are a new creature, leh, Amen. You are a new creature. That's why the Bible says in Corinthians, the old has gone and the new has come. You know why you are living the way that you are living? I'll tell you why. Old operating system, familiar with that. Idolizing your operating system. Idolizing all the thoughts that you want to want to be. You demand from people all these things. Old operating system. There's no justifying of yourself. There's none good. Amen. The only way that I can get my identity correct is that He is my security. Can I get an overwhelming response? He is my significance. He is my sense of belonging. I have fellowship with the Father every day of my life. He made that door open. Some of us are still living in, in, in Egypt, still living, still like the garlic, still like the lifestyle of the rich and the famous, you know, or the, those, those things, you know. They still like it. Oh, oh, but you are in bondage. The Bible says, get out, get out, get out. That's why it's only available for those people that are ready. That's why the old generation, the 40 years, people still stuck there. Until the, that's why we have to have circumcision. You know, circumcision for us as Christians right now, you say, oh, pastor, uh, uh, do, do, do you mean that I have to get circumcised? No, no, no. Circumcision, that means you cut off anything that is flesh. Amen. Flesh. Oh, oh, how does flesh operate? Operating system is, what's in for me? What's in for me? What's in for me? When you hear someone talk like that, very tiring one. Eh? What's in for me? Sometimes I feel like, what's in for him? Not you. If you become that God, scary, eh? everybody got to kowtow to you. Eh? And when you are a God, the number one destroyer of relationships is pride and selfishness. You will destroy all the relationships around you. If I get up and tell my wife, Hey, why copy the law? Hey, kawatiyama. See me? You know what? I'll tell you this. You all laugh. But some of us treat other people that way. And then you're wondering why. I won't have friends. 
Scared what? Because you got leh. Cannot please one. You know what's the problem with us? We're also very hard to please one. One moment say, oh, I want this. The next moment say, I want that. I want this, I want that, I want this, I that, 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 this, that, 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 that. And then I think about, yeah, I changed my mind. But the Bible says that God never changes. He say whatever, He will mean whatever. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Am I helping you all? That's why we have to be born again. We have to walk in newness of life. It's all about Him. How do I glorify Him? Not me. Not me. I glorify Him. I fulfill my purpose and I feel worth. Amen. You live for yourself. Try. Very tiring. It's very tiring to be your own God. You will suffer for fear. When God's word tells you certain things, you don't want to listen. Then after you get all this mess, listen to me very carefully. The iniquities will spread down. You don't just suffer. Your children will suffer. Your children will suffer confusion. Your children will suffer. So who are you serving? Do you know this? It's not you. The picture is not you. You have a part of a picture, but the picture is not you. Every time the devil tells you that picture is you, you try to do everything you can. There's no more grace already. Because pride, God resists the proud. And you find, why so difficult one? Because there's no grace. Come on, everybody say amen. Romans chapter 6 verse 5. For if we have been united together in likeness of His death, certainly we shall be in the likeness of His resurrection. Listen here. He didn't say that water baptism is a symbol. He said in likeness. Then when I'm baptized, it is like I die. All men die. When I got water baptized, I'm making a statement. I have decided... To follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Then after that, how come you keep on taking care of yourself and not let Him control you? That's why you're so stressed. Oh? That's why you feel anxiety. Because you're weak. Nah? We make lousy gods. Uh, am I making sense? You know, some people tell me this. No, no, sometimes, sometimes I just tell people, no, no, I don't care, la, just trust God. La. Why do you want to think all the details? Very chum. You know what? I, there's one time, I, I, I know, I know. Parent, I know. Wow, I try to control my daughter. Le. My children. Very tiring. Eh? Because I'm not all-knowing. I'm not ever-present. Eh? Very tiring. And then I still remember taking and I said, what, well, parenting alone, okay? Then God whispered to me, wow, being a God very difficult, huh? Wow, God very sarcastic and say, being a God, God also green. <laughs> I tell you that. You can't, being a God very difficult, right? I say like, don't like that, I'm very suffering now. Yeah, precise. You never cast your cares on me. My, my purpose is you never carry this on your own. I am the father, not you are the father. You are the biological father, the earthly father, but you are not the heavenly father. You're not all-knowing. You're not omnipotent. You're not omnipresent. You're not om- omniscient. So surrender. My love. Then you suffer, no? Then God let you suffer until you say, God, I surrender. I surrender. Oh. And when I surrender, I feel peace. I should have surrendered a long time ago. But, 
Brother, you know what? When I surrender to God, God is the best. I say again, some of us need to trust God. We talk about discipleship and we don't trust God in the whole process. We want to control. We think that by lecturing to them, by preaching to them more, by doing all these things. I know, I do that. I, I, I get Brother Stone King talk to them. But God will know how to deal with circumstances. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on. Okay, Romans chapter 6 verse 6, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him and the body of sin might be done away with. We should no longer be slaves to sin. Amen. Romans chapter 6, for he who has died has been free from sin. Amen. Then Romans chapter 6 verse 8, and if we died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. But here's the sequence, I must die first before I leave. You cannot have both worlds. Like what's, uh, what, what Sam say? Your brain is not capable of having a mind of thanksgiving and anxiety at the same time. Something's got to go. Either you live with newness of life or you cannot do the cha-cha. One more step forward and then you go backward. It's called double-mindedness. Two mind. Renew mind or carnal mind. Your choice. Either you want to be thankful Oh, anxiety, your choice. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, I'm going to go quickly. My wife is looking at me now. Uh, here's what I want. Romans chapter 6 verse 12. <laughs> do you want Romans chapter 6 prayer pointers? If you want, I'm going to send it over Telegram. Every verse, you pray a promise over your life. Or pray a revelation understanding. You want or not? Okay, I'll do it. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Therefore, do not let sin. Do not let sin. Whose responsibility is this? Do not let sin reign. Your job is, don't let it operate. Don't let it operate. Don't let it operate. Don't let self, self-righteousness operate. Don't let self, 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 all the self things operate. You just walk with Christ. You worship Him. What's that song? Praise, huh? How you sing that song? I like that song now. Ah. Oh, don't know. Hey, 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 don't tell me. You know, there's a song that praise. You know, I don't know what it is, but every morning I like to do this. Praise. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, every day, let everything. We should go out every day like that. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. I think uh, something like that. Huh? But whatever it is, right, we got to have a cheer going out. No. Let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you for when you're looking at me. Really. <laughs> okay. Do not let sin reign in your mortal body. Whose responsibility is not let sin reign? Yours. Don't have thinking, thinking. Amen. You should obey in its last. Then Romans chapter 6, verse 13. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God being alive from the dead. Amen. And your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Then Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Whose responsibility? For sin. Everybody say, for sin. Shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. Let's leave grace. Let's leave grace. Come on, eh? turn to your neighbor and say, smile. I'm a winner. Will you, when you start to begin to see God the way you see it, 
then you start to, start to agree with Him. Stop living in your prison cell because you are behaving like them. You are behaving like the lower quality people, those that are free. God has set us free, but you're still choosing in your what's familiar to you. You're still inside your cave. When the Bible says, come out, higher thinking is available for you. How do I get that higher thinking? Simple, the word. No, we not. No, we not. No, we not. Because all the residue has been, the only thing that God gives us as a responsibility is our mind. The hardest part is dealt with, the penalty. Now God, every day you choose. My thinking or sin thinking? Up to you. Let no. Then He says, let no sin have dominion over you. Sin begins when you think that you are an orphan. How do you know whether there's sin? There's always this fear element in you. But the Bible says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Come on, everybody say praise God. Don't you want us to understand this? In closing, I'm here to tell you this. There's a benchmark we all need to know. If I am not living towards that benchmark of righteousness, peace, and joy, I do something about it. I start to think the way God wants me to think. You know why? Because all the residue has been, there's no more residue. It's just my memories that I have to have new memories. And that's why God wants you to walk in newness of life. Because God wants to give you a new song. God wants to give you new victories. God wants to give you a new thing that He wants to do. The reason why we go back there is because we have no new memories. We have nothing. Why? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. You're still in your prison cell. You, you, you cannot witness it because you know why? You are in your prison cell. I say, hey, wow, this place is very nice. Eh? Wow, I just go to the garden by the bay. Things sweet. Eh? You must go. Eh? We have been telling you. All the weaknesses from the Bible is telling you, move, come on. Move to new territory. Move. You say, oh, okay. Letting dominion still thinking over your prison cell. Simple. You want to walk in newness of life? Step out. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Okay, I'm done. Why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. Next week, we're going to talk about strategies to help you on a daily living. We talk about temptation. We talk about trigger points. We talk about how shame has a trigger point that will trigger us and how do we deal with that. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. We're going to teach you how to identify strongholds. You know, I know... It's Jesus said that then some of us have hurts and wounds that needs to be healed. Next week, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how do I address those hurts. You know, because it's a trigger. Amen. Everybody say praise God. But I want you to know whom the Son set free is free indeed. Come on, just lift up all your hands all over this place. Father, we are so grateful, God. We are so grateful for the power of water baptism. Lord, Many times we just go through the rituals, but Lord, I identify my Lord, I identify with you, Lord. I identify with death today. The old has gone. Come on, just 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 lift your hands right now, God. I died a long time ago in water baptism. 
Come on, just thank Him. Lord, I'm thankful, God, that you took all my sins, my past, my present, and my future sin. You saw it. You saw it, God. You choose to die, God. All those penalty, all those residue, God, from this sin, God, has been dealt with. Come on, just thank God right now. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, whom the Son set free. Lord, I'm free from the penalty. I'm free. I'm free from the residue. I'm free, God, right now. I'm free. Come on. Let's thank God. I'm free, God. I'm free from this pattern. I'm free, God, from this thinking. I'm free. God, I'm free, God. Lord, I want to be, Lord, continuing living in that freedom, Lord. So renew my mind today. Lord, there are some of us that are still carrying on pain today. And, and I'm asking you, Jesus, I give you my pain right now. I give you my pain because you came to heal the broken heart. Father, right now, Jesus, Lord, today as I lift up my hands, God, I know, Lord, I can change a generation. Come on, just, just lift your hands. Today, I can change generations today. Lord, by this very act, God, of walking in newness of life, God, generations will be saved because I've decided enough is enough. God, let it not visit, Lord, my nephew, my children, my grandchildren generation. Let it not doubt, God, God, the love of Christ. Come on, just, just leave your voice all over this place. Father, have mercy upon those generations that don't know you. Come on, just leave your hands right now. Lord, I pray, get it not visit them, Lord. But God, righteous God will always exalt a nation. So exalt the nation of Singapore. Greater is He that is in me. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. Oh, I love you, Lord. I love you. I thank you for cleansing me. Come on, just leave your hands one more time. Come on, let's pray in the Holy Ghost for a moment. This freedom that I have. Lord, I underestimate the power that comes from this freedom. But God, I pray for revelation and understanding for this freedom. I shall not let sin have dominion over me. Some of you are contemplating a water baptism. Come of you, God is calling out. Say, hey, you need to be water baptized because all these things that you're dealing with, all this emotional garbage that you're dealing with, God can heal it in a moment when you decide, I'm going to be born again. Hallelujah, because your heavenly father takes over. Your early father will not. Your heavenly father will then become your heavenly father and he will never fail you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, just lift your hands over to the Lord right now. Give your broken heart to God. Give all your misunderstandings to God. Come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is here in this place. Come on, we got time. Come on, just lift your voice for a moment. Just leave your hands right now and say, Father, thank you for the precious blood of Jesus Christ.
Thank you for your infilling of your spirit. Thank you, God. Lord, I identify, God, you died, God, on a sin. Lord, you died for all my sin. And God, today I die to that old nature right now. I can't wait, God, for what you're about to do when I start to walk in newness of life. Lord, I can't wait for the miracles that is going to be told about my life, Father. Lord, right now, come on, just thank the Lord right now. God, I can't wait, God, right now, God, for the destiny that awaits me. Come on, let's give Him praise all over this place. Let's clap our hands one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. He is worthy. You know, I don't know why, but in the closing, you know, I, I'm not going to make you sing, but I, I just want you all to leave this. As, you know, that's a song that I, I love. He said, oh, happy day. Don't, don't try, don't try. I can't sing. You know, but that's the way we should, oh, happy day, when my sins are all washed away. The greatest debt has been paid. The greatest debt has been paid. This debt is greater than sickness. This debt is so great that no one else can pay, but only someone with a sinless life paid that debt for me. That's why I love him so much because I don't deserve his grace. Come on, can we just love him? Lord, I'm so grateful, God, for the power of the cross. Lord, I'm not talking about my nature right now, God. I give you all the glory. Amen. You are so great and so great, Lord. Lord, you, you cancel out, Lord, the penalty and the residue of sin, Lord. Now I can have victory today. Hallelujah. I can have victory today. My generation will be blessed. Come on, speak to your generation right now. My generation will be blessed because of this revelation. My generation will be blessed because of this revelation. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I wish we had time. Shake hands with somebody and say it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord smile at you. In Jesus' name.